Jesus as a mighty miracle worker and healer. Uh, this baffled my mind because as I look at other three Gospels, they never showed the miracles like Mark. There are many miracles of Jesus recorded in the Gospel according to Mark. Uh, these miracles caused the crowd to gather and it caused them to watch Jesus as he healed the sick and they were amazed, fearful, and enthusiastic. Jesus always stayed focused on his ministry and Jesus' ministry attracted many followers. Isn't it amazing how his ministry still attracts followers even to this day? Amen. The miracle stories became increasingly longer and more elaborate. Imagine you were in first century Palestine and you heard about this man named Jesus. As you were shopping and as you were doing your thing and as you were going around, you heard about this man named Jesus. Well, as we look in the text, we notice four friends are carrying their friend to Jesus. Isn't it amazing how these four friends heard about this great Jesus and wanted him to get some help? Amen. You see, a real friend is one who looks out for you and helps you no matter what. Amen. You see, this man was sick and stuck on his bed of affliction. Mm -hmm. He was deeply paralyzed and powerless. Mm -hmm. You see, whenever you're in a state of a state of paralyzed, you can't move or do anything. Right. As I look in Webster, paralyzed paralysis is the loss of muscle function mm -hmm. for one or more muscles. Paralysis is often caused by damage in the nervous system, especially in the spinal cord. It means that you are disabled, incapable, and empowerless. I have a question for you. How many of you have felt sick and paralyzed? You see, many times we go through paralyzed situations where we've been paralyzed by trauma. We've been paralyzed by stress and frustration and sickness. And we've been tired and weighed down by people. Sometimes you may feel like this paralyzed man. You can't even get up. I wonder, you know, if there's somebody here that understands that when you're sick, sometimes you can't even get out the bed. You can't even get up. Even if you have a headache, you have to feel like you have to sit down. You see, but you may feel like this man, but you know, there was a miracle worker that you didn't even know about. You see, their four friends had a sick and weak friend, but they found out about a miracle worker. Yeah. Well, they, they was around Central Palestine, and they were looking around for people, and they heard about this man named Jesus. And they was wondering, who is this man named Jesus? They heard that he was healing people. They heard that he was healing people and, and, and kept on healing. But then they found that if he can heal them, they can heal our friends. Yeah. They, they, they went around and they heard and they kept on hearing about this man named Jesus. Uh, they went to everyone and they couldn't help them and find out. And the doctors and the nurses couldn't help this paralyzed man. They went to hospitals and they couldn't help him. There were so many people of today who look for many solutions. They, they, they look for Dr. Phil and he can't help them. They go to Dr. Oz and he couldn't help them. They go to President Obama and he couldn't help them. But even though they couldn't find out, they heard about a man named Jesus. Aren't you go glad that when you hear about a man named Jesus, everything changes and turns around for you? They heard that Jesus was in town. You see, in chapter 2, you see that he came back into Capernaum. You see, but if you look in chapter 1, you hear that all these miracles that he did, how he established his ministry, and how he healed Peel's mother-in-law, and he healed the leper. Yeah. So since they heard about it, they said, well, since they can heal them, they can heal our four friends. Yeah. So... As they come to the house, now I can imagine, you know how you go to someone's house and it's crowded, you can't even go in, it's packed up, it's like Black Friday, you know when you go to Black Friday, everything is packed and you can't even go in. Um, so as they come to the house and it's crowded, everyone is looking around and they're trying to get in, and no one could come in. I have a question for you. What do you do when an open door gets crowded and full? 
You see, you have to think about how do you how do you figure this out because you see the house is crowded and yeah. no one can get in and it looks impossible. Someone say impossible. Impossible. So what do you do? Do you complain and get upset or do you find another way? Amen. Everybody say break the roof. Break the roof. The friends of this man had no options and their luck has run out. They were in a place of desperation and trouble. It looked as though darkness, it looked as sad, it looked troubled, it looked as though they was coming with sunshine and then a storminess of trouble came to them. You see, but in moments of crisis, don't let closed doors and people stop you. You see, in moments of chaoticness, when things don't look around and things look sour, you still have to hold on to your faith. When you need a, a major miracle from God, you have to break the rules. You see, I remember one time Pastor D and I was at a service and the spirit was high and the, and, 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 and the music was going and the preacher was preaching. I remember we were stuck in the best place. I got to move. I got to get to the front. I remember he went to the front and I was like, what's wrong with him? Why is he doing that? And then the spirit high. And I started running halfway around the church and, and it was going on. But you see, whenever you need a miracle or something from God, you have to just move out of your comfort zone. Worried about things, you just have to move and step out on faith. You see, you can't let your current situations and foolishness stop you. You have to let opinions and noise just stop and say, Look, I have to get to Jesus. I have to get to my miracle. I have to get to my breakthrough. You see, you come too far just to walk away. These four friends were determined. Have you ever been in a place of determination where you said, I need something right now. I don't need it tomorrow. I don't need the next day. I need it right now. These four friends were determined. Someone say determination. You see, when you, when, you need, when you need a miracle, you need to make up in your mind, like Malcolm X said, by any means necessary. Everyone say, break the roof. Break the roof. Uh, but these four friends wanted to get this man help by any means necessary. These four friends didn't care about who they had to get to to get to Jesus. See, sometimes you got to bump through people and, get, and push past people. Just as the woman with the issue of blood, she was pushing past people. If I can just touch the him of his God. In order to get what you need from God, it will cry to move past how you feel. Yes. You see, when you need to get something done, a real friend will make it happen. Yeah. Uh, the side was right by my side. When I was going through, he was right there. When I needed someone to talk to, Pastor D was right there. You see, sometimes we're going to need a friend to hold us and help us. You see, they thought if we can't get through the door, uh, we will break the roof. Everybody say, you need to break the roof. Why do we need to break through? You see, when all else fails, you need to break the roof when the crowd gets, when the place gets crowded. You see, when things look crazy, you got to jump up and get the roof. You see, one time I was trying to get to a place and somebody said, we can get through the back door. Sometimes you got to go through the back to get to the front. You see, but if you want God to change your life, you must break the roof off your praise. Uh, if you want God to change your life, you must break the roof off your worship. If you want God to change your life, you must break the roof off your prayer life. If you want God to change your life, you must break the roof off your faith. Stop capping your praise and worship and break the roof. If you give God glory, He will break the roof and give you peace. If you break, if you give God glory, He will break the roof off your off your praise and give you opportunities. Everyone say, break the roof. Break the roof. Now I know that as they broke the roof, something was 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 going on. You see, whenever you need something from God, there will always be hostile haters around you. Someone say hostile haters. You see, when you're in need of something, there's always going to be negative people talking and always have something to say. As they lowered the man down from Jesus, as they broke the roof and the paralyzed man was going down, 
You see, as they going, as he was going down, people were saying negative statements. I'm sure there was people in the crowd saying they can't do that. They're destroying private property. Besides, the man on the stretcher was a theological suspect. You see, but the scribes and Pharisees were not happy with the four friends breaking the rule. You see, no matter who gets upset and annoyed with you, don't worry about people's opinions. Everybody say, just go and break the rule. Everyone in that culture concluded that this sick man was the way he was because God was punishing him. You see, isn't it amazing how people are always blinded by ignorance? You see, it amazes me how people around them were so ignorant and idiotic. I bet these hostile people were Mormon. He doesn't deserve health care. There were certain people who said this person needs to wait in line like the rest of us. He has no right. You see, but when you're really in need and desperate, you just have to break through haters and noise. Everyone say break the roof. You see, these four friends were sick and tired of seeing their friend paralyzed and powerless. You see, if I had a friend, I could not see him just down in his state. I have to pick him back up. You see, I have to tell him there's a man named Jesus who can heal him. There's a man named Jesus who can lift him up. You see, but Jesus saw this man down in his affliction and sickness and said something amazing. He saw this man sinking deep in sickness. He saw this man and he knew that he needed help. But Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, but Jesus. This great Jesus told him, son, your sins are forgiven. Uh, this seems very strange. Uh, didn't he? Well, well, it seemed very strange that Jesus forgave his sins before he healed them. Uh, it seemed very strange to the scribes of the Pharisees that he said, son, your sins are forgiven. They thought Jesus was speaking blasphemy, but didn't know that he was able to forgive sins. You see, isn't it amazing how these people was around Jesus? Jesus, but they didn't even know who he was. Yeah. Don't you feel like that when you're around somebody and they don't even know who you are? Yeah. They didn't even know that they were in the midst of someone who can really be a healing God. Oh, yeah. He's not also a healing God, but he's a forgiving God. Yeah. Jesus is the only one that can heal, forgive, and deliver you. Someone say, break the root. He showed his purpose in forgiving the sins of all and showed his divine power. He has the power to be a heart fixer, yes. Yeah. He has the power to be a mind regulator. Yeah. He has the power to be a divine healer. Yeah. Jesus saw the faith of these four friends and helped the paralyzing sick man. He saw the need of forgiving his sins. Yeah. He saw the need of healing this man. Yeah. He saw the need with the issue with the woman with the issue of blood. He saw the faith and need of the woman who anointed and washed his feet. He saw the faith and need of the thief on the cross. He saw the faith of you and I in our time of trouble. He saw the need and he had the power to forgive and help you. So what do you do? Hold on to your faith and he will help you. Jesus looked down at this man and he saw him, but he did not look at him in disappointment and shame. I once felt like this paralyzed man. I remember I was sick in my body over three years ago with sugar high diabetes. My levels were 851. They were coma level. I was so sick and Trevor had to grab me and pick me up. As I was laying on bed and feeling sick, I started to tell on my funeral pants and thought it was over. I thought I was going to die and I thought everything was just done. It seemed as though all hope was lost and sickness has won. I know many of you have felt like this. You see, I could only count on my friends and family at this time. But Jesus looked at me in that hospital in my time of need and healed my body. You in the time of need. You see, but Jesus spoke to him. He said, Arise, take up your bed and go home. 
When Jesus says this in a bold manner, he gets up in front of everyone. I know they were very shocked, but all you need is Jesus to tell you to get up. In the midst of trials and sadness, Jesus says, get up. When the crowd sees this miracle, they begin to praise the Lord. When God does something amazing, like you got to give him the glory. The man took his mattress and waved it like a banner. It's a symbol of what God has done for you. I want you to know that today, Christ is still looking and waiting for people who will seek the removal of burden of their sin. We live in a world that needs to come to Jesus who will make their life better. He keeps saying, come unto me. If you're sick, come unto him. If you're down, come unto him. If you're going through, come unto him. Fall at his feet. Confess your sins. And you'll hear a voice saying, son, daughter, sins are forgiven. Just love me. I love you. God is speaking to you right now. I want you to get up on anything that's what you're going through. I thank God for having friends that broke the roof for me. Let me get to Jesus. Everybody here, break the roof and get to your miracle. Jesus, speak to you. You can get up out of depression. You can get up out of sickness. You can get up out of sadness. You can get up out of craziness. You can get up out of disappointment. You can get up out of anything that's holding you down. You can get up out of anything that's tearing you down. Give God a praise for getting out of the storm. Say yes. I encourage you to break the roof. Praise and break the roof. Look at Jesus. Looks rough. Looks bad. When you can't get to the door, you must break the roof. Break the roof. Someone say break the roof. Break the roof. Break the roof. I'm so glad that Jesus is a mighty healer. I'm so glad that Jesus has forgiven sin. By shedding his blood. Blood has done so much. Can wash away my sin. Can wash the blood of Jesus. Can make me whole again. Can wash the blood of Jesus. That makes me white as snow. Can wash the blood of Jesus. Break the roof and celebrate. Help you out of trouble. Help you out of pain. Help you out of trial. I'm so glad that Jesus loved me. Cast my sin. But one day, I was thinking, who ain't sick? Far from the peaceful shore, I'm deeply saved of it, sinking to rise no more. But the master, I can see, my despair cry, up from the waters, he missed me. Am I? It was his love that missed me. psychics and believe in foolishness but we must hold on to Jesus Christ he is the one that will help you he is the one that will deliver you no matter what you go through God will be there and when times are rough always break the rules
to say only Josh Cash, you'll receive a gift that lasts. Be blessed.